Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, amen. Please be seated. Do you know of any good stocks to buy or sell? I'm not very good at that kind of stuff. If you are, it'd be kind of nice to talk to you because I'm curious about a company named SCI. In 2022, SCI grossed $4.1 billion in revenue, and they currently sit on $7.4 billion in future revenue. They have property in 43 states, eight Canadian provinces, and even select parts of Europe. However, they've had to sell off some of their assets to prevent being a monopoly. Who is this company? You've seen them around town. Drive by a funeral home. If it says dignity on the side of it, it's SCI. Death is big business these days. And whether you realize it or not, funeral scams are everywhere. Go home to the Google and do a search on it. Hundreds and hundreds of websites warning you about funeral scams. One funeral scam that I thought was kind of funny is the casket gasket. It rhymes. It's a rubber gasket that you put on your loved one's casket. The problem is that some states are not allowing it because there have been several known cases of exploding caskets underground because of the gas buildup. Don't prepay. Don't choose the casket with a paint job better than your car where it's just going to go in the ground and decay. Come talk to me. I've got 21 years of funerals. I can help a little bit. You don't need to pay big money for the sleep called death. Christ is arisen. Cemeteries, graves, tombs, urns, all of these things are waiting for you. They are the true thing that has the future on hold for all of us, and they are things that have swallowed up your loved ones, your parents, your husbands, your wives, your grandparents, and even, unfortunately, our children and grandchildren. Many of us have been to a cemetery to pay respects, but honestly, in these days, it's hard to hear people talk about the resurrection in the context of funerals. Yes, the funeral is a celebration of life, but for many today, it's sort of that last big hurrah, farewell. Go, loved one, go, friend, be an angel or a bowl of light in the sky. But that's not what Christ has planned for us. The angels, according to scripture, are lower than you as human beings. You are the pinnacle of God's creation in flesh and blood. Angels are ministering servants given to serve God and you. To say that when you die, you go become an angel is to take a step down, so to say. And God never certainly speaks about the spirit in the sky, as that guy in the 60s and 70s sang about. You don't become a ball of light. You don't sit on the Charmin cloud eating from the donut tree. 
Christ is arisen. All of that mess is not what he's planned for us. So today, let's be a people longing for the resurrection of all flesh. Flesh, blood, bone, eyeballs, noses, ears, mouth, teeth, hair. We're going to confess it in a few moments in the creed. Let's be a people who don't talk about it being the graveyard, but the cemetery, the place of sleeping. That place is a temporary stop while everybody else around us looks at it as the final destination and they try everything to avoid it. Christ is arisen. Jesus tells you today by his resurrection what your future holds. Jesus Christ has written your name on the palms of his hand as they were pierced on the cross. He rules and reigns from the cross. By his cross, he says, death has no victory over me and you. He has put death to death. Was he laid in a tomb? Yes. Were they weeping and crying and sorrowful? Yes. But listen to what the prophet Isaiah says about Jesus' tomb. Wake up. Get off your phone. I'm sure some of you are. And listen to this. Isaiah 11.10 says that Jesus' resting place in the tomb will be glorious. His resting place will be glorious. Sounds strange, Pastor. Graves, cemeteries, urns, caskets aren't glorious. They're monuments to sin and separation. Places of sadness and grief, not glory. That's how Joseph and the women felt and how heavy their hearts were when they took Jesus' lifeless body down from the cross and laid him in the tomb. That's always the hardest part, isn't it? The last part, the laying of our beloved ones in the ground. It's so final. It seems like there's so never anything after that. But memories and pictures and tears and joyous memories. Now today, even after Jesus is buried, the women even encounter more of a problem walking to the tomb Who's going to roll that giant stone away? And you've been there too. We all have. My loved one is dead. The house is empty. I can't go on seemingly thinking that I've had to bury a child or a grandchild. The sorrow doesn't go away. And then the bills from dignity come in. They pile up. You start to see other friends getting sick and dying. I just talked to a classmate of mine from the seminary this past week, and he told me, he says, it's really kind of scary. Some of our classmates have died, dude. We're getting old, man. And I said, I know. What next? Christ is risen. risen Sadness, gloom, and emptiness, get out of here. For Jesus' tomb is glorious. It is his resting place. His body rested on the Sabbath day, fulfilling everything once and all for you. A day of rest after violence and struggle and heartache and bloodshed and abandonment. The great struggle and battle against sin he did in your place 
but he rises again for you, victorious over Satan, sin, death, and the grave. He destroyed the grave, and he is so powerful over it, he walks out alive. He walks out eating fish with his disciples. He walks out looking at the fearful ones, the people like the disciples who say we don't believe it. He walks out speaking those wondrous words, peace be with you. It's finished. Christ is risen. He is risen and you will too. You will rise from the dust of the death Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return, but from that dust you will be born again to the newness of life with a true flesh and blood body. We too will rise victorious. We're victorious now, we'll be victorious then. For as Jesus went through death to life again, so he will take all of him who belong to him through death to life again. Your death, is precious in God's sight. Your grave is made holy and glorious because of Jesus. We are now assured that the grave is nothing more than sleep. Call it the cemetery, where you will fall asleep to be awakened at the voice of Jesus. You rise up and live. Funeral homes will not only go out of business, they will be destroyed to the ground when Jesus brings in the new heavens and the new earth. He gives you way much more than just dignity. He gives you life. And that day will be a glorious day when all sorrow and sadness flees and it's replaced by the joys of paradise. Christ is risen. He is risen Jesus has redeemed you, and now there is nothing in all of creation that can separate from you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. On this Easter, on this resurrection day, remember that this is not a day of defeat, but of victory. Sin, death, the devil, and hell have done their worst, but they have lost, and you have won. Not only that, in the great resurrection of all flesh, you will see your spouse. You will see your children and grandchildren. You will see your family and friends who have gone on before them and before you, and you will see them face to face as well as the living and victorious Jesus Christ in the flesh. He is still flesh and blood. He's not a spirit. He is still flesh and blood in heaven, so that where he is, you will be also. You will see Christ face to face. You will see your loved ones. You'll hug them. You'll speak to them. You will encounter everybody who's gone on before them, for you, and you will know them. It's not going to be, hey, do I know you? No, you do. That's why we call ourselves the family of God. That's why you and I are brothers and sisters in Christ. Behold, your eyes shall see him and not another. Your Redeemer lives. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And so shall you. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen.